Good morning, Lee Henson, President and Founder of Agile Dad. It's time for today's episode of the Daily Stand-Up. So without any further ado, let's get started. It's Thursday. Our week's winding down. Hopefully you had an amazing Wednesday, the center of your week. Hopefully it gave you a chance to internalize and see things that are going on. Because today, I have a doozy for you. So there was an article that was recently published, and someone sent it over to me to review. And uh, it was by a gentleman named Jade Rahman. I hope I got his last name right. And he said, or the title of the article, I should say, is, How to Become a Product Owner, The Five Simple Steps. Okay, that scared me to death just to say that part. Five Simple Steps to Be a Product Owner? I figured I'd give it a read because, you know, I like to do that. But at the same time, I was just like, wow. You know, when I think of product ownership, I think of that being the linchpin in whether or not you're going to be successful in your agile implementation. I mean, this is the person who has to translate the ideas and intents of your end consumer, your stakeholder, boil that down into a list of tangible written backlog items that can easily be consumed by a team and translate it back to the original thought that the consumer or stakeholder was having. I mean, boom, my head's about to explode. That alone makes this not simple. Just want to make sure I point that out, right? But here are the five steps. Now, the five steps I thought were interesting. If this article would have been titled The Five Arduous Steps to Become a Product Owner, I would have been like, yep, that's probably true. But let's go through the five steps, and I think you'll see where I'm going with this. Step number one is get reading. He says a product owner offers guides uh, uh, to, uh, I'm sorry, a product owner guides the efforts of the Scrum or Agile team. So product ownership is all about setting the right direction for valuable products. I agree with that, right? So far, so good. But they give you here, you know, uh, you can't do that if you don't know anything about how to do it. Therefore, you should be reading at least one to two books per month. That'll help you get a better idea of how to be a product owner. Okay, let me stop here. There is no book on the planet that's going to give you all the information you need to be a good product owner. Not even something I wrote. There's not a book on the planet that's going to do that, right? If you read two books a month, you might be ready in nine years, but then you still won't have the practical experience. I, I just... I feel like nothing replaces practical experience, right? So the two areas that I'd say people could focus some attention on is learning more about the different Agile frameworks, right? Scrum's a good one to start with, but learning about things holistically would be a good way to learn. Get the big picture, right? And of course, anything that's published about product ownership will give you some guidelines, but there's no silver bullet. There's no one thing that you can read that's going to help you be the ultimate product owner, right? There's just, there's so many different, and he gives a book list. And out of this book list, I can tell you now, let's see, I'm going to go through the list real quick. I've read one, two, three. I've read three out of the 13 references he has here. And of those three, I can tell you, one did a good job of getting me on my way to understanding product ownership. The other two were great guides to help. But I, I just don't know that reading a book is going to give you everything that you need. So I'm going to go with reading. Yeah, okay. It's going to give you some fundamental knowledge, but nothing replaces experience. So I hope it gets to experience here soon. Uh, number two is get training. Okay, now we're talking. At minimum, you should try to get product owner training from one of the Scrum certification bodies. I don't disagree. I think that's a good idea. I offer certified Scrum product owner training. Why would I disagree with that? But I don't think a two-day Scrum certification course, no matter who you get it from, or even a five-day Scrum certification course in a product owner role, is going to make you a product owner. So now we're back to that again, right? So I feel like it's an important step on a journey, but I don't necessarily feel like it's the end-all, be-all. And I think sometimes people put too much credence 
into the training. And here I am a certified scrum trainer saying that, you know, I love when people come to me and say they want training. But one of my favorite questions is when they come to me and I say, you know, you're not the cheapest place that offers this training. Why should I take the training from you rather than anyone else? And my answer is always, you get what you pay for. Because what we offer is something completely different. It's based on experience. It's experiential. It's a pragmatic approach to doing Agile. And what I can't stand about most books is they use a really dogmatic one-tier approach to doing anything, you know, specifically product ownership. And that's an area where you really need to be careful because people will try to pigeonhole you into telling you there's only one right way to write a story or one right way to do estimation or one right way. And that's just not true, right? There's so many different good things you can do. I'm not shying away from training or saying training is a bad idea, but I think that you do need to understand great training. Uh, he also talks about facilitation skills. He brings up training from the back of the room. You know, I love Sharon Bowman just as much as everyone else does. But what I found is a lot of the techniques in training from the back of, uh, training from the back of the room are more enabled enablement techniques instead of empowerment techniques. So, you know, while I'm not a huge fan, uh, I, I do feel that if it's applied correctly, it can go really well. But I think that too many people browse over that type of material and they don't necessarily give it the credibility that it deserves and they don't dig in deep enough to do it correctly. If you do it correctly, it works, but I don't think enough people do. All right, let's see what else we got here. Number three, get community. Okay, now we're talking. If you are meeting with people, talking with people, studying what other product owners do, learning them from their mistakes, you know, uh, supercharge your progress, make sure you understand what they're doing, attend meetups, listen to other people, join Agile Dad, or join Agile LinkedIn groups. I said Agile Dad, that's a good one. But, uh, but there's so many things you can do. But the people you surround yourself with, any experiences that you see and feel are going to be the number one catalyst to help you become a good product owner. So that's the first one that I really, really agree with. Okay, I agree with another one. Here we go. Get experience. Nothing replaces real experience. And I know what you're thinking. That can be tricky when you're brand new because companies say, what is your experience to give you the job? But then in order to do the job well, you have to have some experience. So you have to do something where, you know, when you take on a new product owner, maybe your hiring manager, you have to let a little bit of risk reside. You have to take on a newbie and give them a shot. And sometimes it's better to take on someone who's new instead of seasons and experience because then you can mold them into what you expect a product owner to be instead of having to unteach some of the bad habits they may have gotten or picked up from a company that maybe wasn't doing product ownership the way that it should. So for me, I feel like experience is the number one thing in this entire list and it should be all the way at the top. It trumps everything and you know you, you have experience and gain experience by making mistakes. And as long as you learn from those mistakes and don't repeat those mistakes, it makes you a stronger person. And strong people become product owners. There, I said it. Coming in final is get coaching and mentorship. Now, this one I wholeheartedly agree with. Um, but I don't necessarily feel like a single one-on-one -on -one coach is going to give you um, the tools that you need so that you can become a product owner. Either you have a desire and a will to be a product owner and you care wholeheartedly about about a product or service. You understand all the wants, needs, whims, and desires of the consumer. You understand what it takes to uh, understand strategic variance and priority. You know all about uh, consumer readiness and awareness as well as technical readiness and awareness and what kind of things are gonna help with infrastructure and architecture and a team. I mean, there's a lot of things you have to do and be engaged in in order to make this really, really work. So while I do agree that having some external coaching definitely helps, uh, having a mentorship where another product owner that's successful is taking you under their wing, certainly worthwhile. I feel like there's a couple of things that may have been missing. And uh, one of those things has to do with culture. 
I think that you have to understand the culture of being a product owner. I think you have to understand the availability of being a product owner. I think that you have to exhibit certain skills and attributes to be a product owner. And I think that those are certain things that we're missing. This product ownership in my mind isn't something that you teach someone to do. It's something that someone who's qualified to do that has all the attributes and all the things necessary learns more about so that they can dedicate and focus their attention that they already have to the product ownership responsibilities. Okay, so I'm not totally disagreeing with you, Jay. You're off to a good start, but I think we do need some fine tuning and some additional criteria in there because anybody who's going to tell me, you know, you can become a scrum master in these five simple steps or you can become a product owner in these five simple steps, that automatically shoots off fireworks in the air for me. Red flags everywhere because there's no such thing as simple steps to do anything. And while Agile in itself is a simple thing, applying Agile and doing it correctly isn't always so simple. The only way that we can make things simple is if we focus on common sense. That's going to do it for Thursday. I hope you all enjoyed this episode. And as always, we encourage you to tune in to Agile Dad, where you can learn more about this topic and many others. And if you have a topic you want us to cover, learn more at AgileDad.com. We'd love to hear from you. As always, we encourage you to stay healthy, stay well, and stay agile, my friends. Until next time, do take care.